Hello, I'm Holly, and welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. My friend Kayla and I are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts. Now let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spooky Saturdays. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. We've it's the it. spookiest of days. All good. How is everyone doing on this wonderful quarantine April 11th? It's almost 2020. Bunny day. It's almost Bunny Day. It's on um, Bunny's Days tomorrow. That, okay, real, okay, just really quick, real, real talk. That bunny's messed up, yeah. man. Yeah, I hate that bunny. He looks that bunny is a cryptid, and it's someone in a suit. Mm-hmm. The bunny is someone in a suit. Have you ever played Silent Hill Four? Because he looks just like the bunny in Silent Hill Four, and it freaks no! me out. Like every no, time that bunny's no. pink, I can't remember it's named something. Um, but it looks exactly like that, and it's like there's zipper episode. No, I hate it. No, no zipper it. episode. But there's this like part where you're you're in the apartment in Silent Hill 4 and you look through a hole in the apartment to the next door of yours where you've Mm-mm. been like hearing this lady for a long time. Mm-mm. And it's just a pink bunny suit man in a bu- like pink Mm-mm. bunny suit. And he's all bloody and he's like staring at you. And I was like, Ugh! it's just like zipper. No, I don't want to be oogity boogity by the bunny. <laughs> I don't. Sorry. That's awful. But uh, yeah, I hate that bunny. And I, I am glad the bunny day is almost over. Because it's, I'm tired of getting eggs in my shit. I want resources. I don't want eggs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, other than playing Animal Crossing, um, a coffee shop near me opened recently. And I was very excited about that because what they did is they covered, they covered like the whole front of the coffee shop. And then they have two, they have like three doors, two doors in the front. Actually, no, it's like one door in the front and then one door on the side. So they just made their front door where you order. You don't even go in. You just stand six feet away, order from from six feet away. And you just like everyone's wearing masks and gloves. And then they bring your coffee and then like they back up and then you pick up the coffee. (laughs) And you pay with a card. But it's like genius. I was like, so and then they had a new menu. It was like from home. So all their stuff, like their food is now like you can get it like in ways to take home. And they have, like, the best bread there, so I was so excited. But I was just like, this is genius. I will I will happily go in my mask and gloves and, and buy things from this establishment. This is, like, it's just, like, a kiosk now. It's amazing. So. We just had a coffee shop open in my town, and they opened, like, a week before everything caught on fire. And they just immediately started doing curbside pickup. So you, like, text them whatever your order is and then yeah, drive up and take smart it too. and run away. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least, like, it's, like, I feel like they do that, but, like, they're just doing it a little bit, like, closer. So, like, you just, because, like, I can walk there from my house. So, I'm, like, oh, okay. And it's, like, hand it off. It's good. <sighs> yeah, and you only, they only take card. But anyway, that's, so that's nice. That's a nice thing. And, like, they have, like, a six-foot-apart, like, label line where you can, like, wait. So, like, people can wait in line to get coffee, but not put in, each other in danger. So. Amazing. Yeah. So, you know, and a volcano erupted today. My gosh. <laughs> I was looking it up because is it is it Krakatoa, right? A cra- yeah. Krakatoa. Yeah, cra- that's like the same one that they yell at the Disneyland, like, like uh, tiki bar. At the Disneyland tiki bar, they yell Krakatoa when someone orders this drink that has like a volcano on it. <laughs> like, 
Oh my god. Yeah, because I was looking it up because it erupted in 1883, right? It was the last time? Yeah, 1883. Um, and then one of the really interesting things that I was going to bring up for our, our segment on current events, another medievalist, I, I follow a lot of like medieval Twitter, medievalist Twitter, just because it's what I studied and it, some, I feel like I'm like, that's the only thing I'm technically qualified to talk about <laughs> on paper, on paper, <laughs> on paper. <laughs> But uh, on Twitter, uh, I think she's a Norse medieval. Yeah, she studies prehistory and Viking Age falconry, and her Twitter is at Northbird Ellen. And she was talking about how the um, one in five, which reminded me of this event. So 536 was apparently the worst year to be alive. This is the early Middle Ages, the year 536, because similar to today, Krakatoa erupted. And then another volcano, which right now is showing signs of activity, erupted in Iceland and plunged Europe into darkness for two years. <laughs> so it would be very 2020 of that volcano to just erupt and plunge Europe into darkness for, for two years. Like none of the crops for like years, like people were starving and then they had, then they had the plague. Well, so I was like, I can read the timeline is. Iceland volcano erupts, dimming the sun for 18 months, sorry, like a little bit more than a year, and the summer temperatures dropped like three degrees Celsius, which is more than Fahrenheit, the coldest decade on record in 2,000 years, and then the crops failed in Ireland, Scandinavia, Mesopotamia, and China, and then there was another volcano eruption, and then the, the temperatures dropped again, and then in 541, this is after 536, the Justinian bubonic plague spread through the Mediterranean, killing 55% of the population. <laughs> but then by 640, like, shit got back to normal. What was interesting how they actually found this out, I'll link the article in uh, the Twitch chat because I, I find it just really fascinating, is uh, they found all this out through the ice slivers by drilling into the ice Whoa. in the Arctic. So the sediments in the ice, they can, they, like, they can get down to microscopic like uh, analy to analyze these ice slivers. So now they have so much more information on what happened yearly to even be able to tell when like humans started developing, like going back into production. So they knew that this horrible like incident was over by the time they saw like silver production coming back again, because that's like a luxury good. So it's really interesting. I um, so anyway, hate this. There's <laughs> Krakatoa erupted and then caused Iceland to erupt and then like all this other. It was just horrible. So yay! Well, yeah. Well, thanks for stopping by, Tavnazian. Ooh, but it, it's it's like because it could affect yeah. it could affect climate the climate and yes. the atmosphere. Yeah. It, it affects the atmosphere, right? Yeah. Oh, bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what happens is it actually it says it in this article. I, I I didn't know, like, I don't know the science of, I don't know anything about atmospheric science other than, like, what I read. But, like, it said that what happened is when a volcano erupts, it causes a, it causes a layer of ash to go around, we're pretty much over the atmosphere, above it, I think, and it reflects the sunlight. So it actually causes global cooling, instead not global warming, it causes cooling by certain temperatures. But maybe, who knows, maybe if these volcanoes erupt... It'll undo global warming, <laughs> because it'll, and it's so like it'll just be like, okay, we caused it to be three degrees warmer. Does a volcano will cause it to be three degrees cooler? Everything but fine, right? Oh my gosh! No, we're not that. <laughs> we are not that lucky. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, uh, no, we're not going to be fine. <laughs> wow, but yeah. 
so anyway, I'm going to my my next like adventure is I want to write a book about how this is the modern Middle Ages because not only do we have not only do we have climate change, we have like the rise in in um monetary inequality. Mm-hmm. We have online shaming. Yes, which is almost like an inquisition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of similarities in the sense that like we don't have like a single like religion or something like that. Hi, Mojo. <laughs> anyway, there's a bunch of reasons, but I want to write about it because it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, so that's my that's my update. That's what I've been doing in the quarantine, right? Oh, I've been I've been just Hi-mo. barely slipping Hi-mo. by. Let me tell you, quarantine. Oh my god, <laughs> crisis. It's fine. Everything's fine. Woo. Yeah, everything's everything's gonna be fine. Oh, I forgot little mojo emotes. All right, Mo. You want to come say hi? Here. Wait. Come on. Everyone loves animals in the quarantine. There's Mo. There she is. Say hi, Give Mo. us that dopamine, Mo. There's Mo. Hi, Mo. No. Okay. Does everyone feel better? Yes. Oh, she's getting good scritches right now. Okay. All right. Time for Mo. Okay, Mo. Go on. Whee! All right. <laughs> All right. So this, yeah, this episode is actually about werewolves. <laughs> We both did a bit of werewolf. Thanks, Mo. I'm covered mohair. <laughs> we both did some research. Kayla wants me to go first. Unless you want to talk about your any current events that you want to talk about. Like if you've read any recent conspiracy theories or anything fun. No, I've just been very scared to look at the internet. I was checking mm-hmm. the news every day and then everything got worse and then a volcano erupted. And I was like, that's enough. That's fine. That's enough. That's enough. I had my fill. So then I just looked up modern uh, werewolf pack websites. So (laughs) it's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Well, maybe 2020 will be a rival for 536, the worst year to be alive. Oh, yeah. This is this is getting there. I do know that I did see. Oh, my gosh. Mojo. (laughs) Mo. She just starts yelling in the other room. She thinks I'm not paying attention to her enough. No. I know, Mo. What would you say? What would you say? Oh, um, I did see a lot of articles where they're like, millennials are going through their first economic depression. And we were like, no, this is actually probably the second or third. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah, yeah. What happened in 2008? Like, remember? <laughs> like, I don't think any boomers went through the depression. Like, <laughs> okay. But we, we suffer daily. We're making it through. Everybody, just be nice to each other. Just be nice. I know. Just be nice. Just be nice to each other, please. But yes, I guess we're going through whatever they think that is. <laughs> <sighs> so you teach us about legitimate werewolf history, and then yes. I'll teach you about tripod websites made by actual wolf Sweet. packs. Great. I'm excited. Cool. So yeah, so also I need, like, I want a sponsorship with, like, JSTOR, because JSTOR just, like, is the best. It's all the scholarly articles. Mm. They just have so many good articles of just about so many great things, including werewolves, where people have done all the research for us and link all their sources. So thanks, academics. So pretty much, I have graphics as well today. Ooh, I tried I tried to do some I tried to figure out where the origin of the werewolf was. And it's very, it's very iffy. Some people think it comes from the Epic of Gilgamesh, where I forget her name. I, I think like I lost it. Because it was in another article I read. But if I find it, I'll tell you. One of the ladies in in the Epic of Gilgamesh talks about turning someone into a wolf. That's the first, like, actual example we have of someone being turned into a wolf. Where it's like, shape-shifting and things like that are really, really common throughout 
all cultures, werewolves appear literally everywhere from like Native American cultures to to Iceland. I read a whole article about Iceland where they have werewolves and there are no wolves in Iceland. Interesting. So they're just like, what's a big scary predator that I guess we've maybe seen before? Wolves. So, but that's again because shape-shifting is something that was very common throughout. So a lot of some they think that it might have come from like there was a couple different theories there's some people said that it might have come from people in winter wearing furs and seeing people in winter who might have been like mentally ill or sick or something wearing furs and the people thinking that they were in the midst of like a transformation versus just wearing furs and that's something that they think also ties back to like older cultures like probably that way before Epic of Gilgamesh, like pre-civilization, that like a lot of the shape-shifting things had to do with that. But see, like, like uh, so even like Native American tribes, like the Pawnee people were called wolves by neighboring tribes because their spies had a habit of wearing wolf hides and sneaking around. Mm. So a lot of these, like a lot of, and because, I mean, it makes sense, like a lot of like prehistoric human, human cultures would wear furs and would a lot of them had a lot of like spiritual connections to animals. So a lot of it makes, it makes sense that that could easily be, if someone was violent, it could be attributed to like the abilities of a wolf. And of course there's also rabies. So if someone got rabies, that would easily be like, Oh, they're transforming into a wolf. They have rabies. Like they, before people knew what rabies was. That makes sense. I never thought about that, but that would be like, kind of a disease that you would associate with like they're turning into an animal. Yeah. And here's like an example uh of the the ravages of rabies from the accounts of America's Blackfoot people. It says it is said that wolves, which in former days were extremely numerous, sometimes went crazy and bit every animal they met with, sometimes even coming into camps and biting dogs, horses, and people. People bitten by a mad wolf generally went mad too. They trembled and their limbs jerked. They made their jaws work and foamed at the mouth, often trying to bite other people. So it's a good example that, like, I think from looking at all the research that a lot of the werewolf things came from rabies, is my guess. Like, came from people getting rabies, a wolf bites them, they turn into more or less a, like, rabid animal, another wolf in that sense. Yeah, and a rabid wolf would be very, very scary and maybe seem like a werewolf too. That'd be messed up, yeah. That'd be messed up. And uh, there's other things from another article. So this one was called On the Porphyria of the Etiology of Werewolves. Porphyria is a group of rare genetic disorders that manifest as several lesions brought on by exposure to light. The teeth turn red or brown, and as the years go by, structures like the nose and ears rot away. <gasps> the affected go manic, depressive, and hysterical and delirious. Pe- might people suffering por- by- from porphyria be the source of the legend? This is from another article I read. So there's another one. So it could be a genetic disorder that caused some that caused. That. I mean, that could be the zo- like who knows? That could be all kinds of mysterious shit, like zombies, yeah. werewolves, whatever. But so genetic issues and uh, rabies, I think, are where. I think is where the legend came from. So it's old. It's a really old superstition. It comes, it's, and it's through all cultures, not just, like, not just um, European. I mean, like I said, like, even in, there's a whole article I read about Iceland. So another one that I read was about witchcraft attached, like, next to werewolves, which I thought was really fascinating. So there's a lot of medieval stuff in the, I got my little, this is my spooky Saturday notebook where I write my notes. 
In the 11th century, a penitential called the corrector from the Burchard of Worms, actually in Latin, it says, it tells you what the penance is for being transformed into a wolf. So if you turn into a wolf, your penance is 10 days on bread and water, <laughs> just so you know. Oh, oh man. Yeah. There you go. And then um, there's also tales of uh, witches that ride on wolfback. Oh, that's so cool. Right? That's so sick. So it's related to several Swiss accounts, which um, appeared in witchcraft tri trials in 1423. Oh, yes, Mojo, I know. It's very cool. And the first trial account comes from the trial of a female witch in Nader-Hausenstein near Basel. Basel, whatever. In what immediately becomes a familiar pattern, a peasant saw the witch riding the wolf the second story, again taken from a ba Basel witchcraft trial, contains the same information. A man saw a female witch riding a wolf to a sabbat. Oh my god. So it says, the, the canine plot thickens somewhere in a trial account of about 1450 when Elsa von Mirzberg, a witch from Lucerne, was accused of riding about not only on a wolf, but an enchanted dog as well. What makes the dog enchanted? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh my gosh. That's sick. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's, that's pretty sick. Another book from Johann Vincentis, the Libre de Adresas Magicus Artis, said that uh, lycanthropy was a delusion from the devil. There's a lot of devil stuff, of course. Like, it's a lot of, like, the devil made me do it, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. I've heard that with lycanthropy, because it's I've, I've heard it be, like, some kind of devil-induced madness. Um, yeah, or exactly. induced madness from dabbling in that kind of stuff. Exactly, yeah. There was another 1459 trial talking about witches who enchanted wolves. So uh, wolves had a pretty prominent, I mean, again, they're predators. So a lot of the, like, they're, a lot of the spooky, like, ah, they killed my kid. It was because, like, they said a witch enchanted the wolf. A like, wolf could have just had rabies. Yeah. Who knows? The wolf can make its own decisions. Yeah, exactly. Where, oh, I got this really, hold on. I actually, I'll link this to you guys. This is a whole book, if you want to read it. A whole scanned book, which is really exciting. From archive.org, not JSTOR this time. Oh my gosh, you have such legit resources. Wait until you hear mine. <laughs> no, but this, I literally, I'm like, that's why I'm like, I actually can, can do this. Like, I feel like I'm using my history degree for something other than just being like, I drew dragons the whole time I was in class. Oh, I'm using my, remember when you used to get on AOL and Google stuff for fun? No, it's good. That's me. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. It's it's good. Yeah. Oh, it's good. This is a cool book. This is, ooh, this is cool looking. Isn't that cool? Yeah, you can actually, and there's some images in there too. It's just free to look at. I'll read the first, uh, the first couple paragraphs because I think it gives a good little... There's also other sources in here if you go into the bibliography so you can actually read more about it. It says the belief that a human being is capable of assuming an animal's form most frequently that of a wolf is an almost worldwide superstition. Such a transformed person is the Germanic werewolf or man wolf that is a wolf which is really a human being. So the werewolf was a man in wolf's form or wolf's dress, seen mostly at night and believed generally to be harmful to men. Man, sorry. The origin of this werewolf superstition has not been satisfactorily explained. Adolf Ehrman explains the illusion of Herodotus to the transformation of- This is the one I read. I, that's where it went. Sometimes I just lose my source. I'm like, I know I read that. Transformation of Nurians, the people of the present Volhania in West Russia, into wolves as due merely to their appearance in winter dressed in their furs. This explanation, however, would not fit similar superstitions in warm climates. Like a lot of the people in like South America or North America. So yes, yeah, so there's a whole thing you can look through this book. 
But it says, but today, Northwest Germany and Slavic lands, namely in the lands where the wolf is most common, is where the most common werewolf stories come from. So uh, to put a little end cap on that, I will show you a an example of one of these German stories. This was later in the 1600s. Let's see if it'll come up. Are you going to come up or are you going to be a, be a butt? Are you going to be a butt? It's going to be a butt. This one worked. I don't know why the other one didn't work. Well, this is what one of the witches riding the wolves from the Middle Ages, if you want to look at that. Oh my gosh. So this is the witch riding the wolf. The wolf looks real sad. Yeah, so it's like a <laughs> medieval illustration yeah. of a witch riding a wolf with almost, he looks like he has four hands. That's fine. His little yeah. paws look like little hands, which is kind of very creepy to think about. Those little tootsies. Rain short from Raymond, yeah. I didn't even go into the Greek and Roman stuff. Like, there you have Romulus and Remus, who, again, like, were raised by a wolf. Like, their mother was one. Like, there's that statue of them, like, getting milk from the wolf. Like, that famous statue. So, it's it's a very similar kind of thing. I do have a picture of this German whatever. And it's, the picture is literally called Creepin. That's what the picture is called. Creepin. So, this was a story from Germany. Where oh great now it's on the other side of course it's on the I'm Kayla's gonna go away for a second bye back what I was saying there it is we did it thank you internet so this is a picture and I just thought this was awesome this is a picture of a like 1600s werewolf in Germany that they said their mayor was the werewolf <laughs> but it was really just because like no one liked him oh my god <laughs> and they were having a problem with wolves in the town so what they did is like they killed the I think I don't know if they killed the mayor. But they killed the, the wolf that was coming through the town and chopped his face off, put a human mask on him and threw him down a well. <gasps> what? That is so sick. They were like, they were like, it's a werewolf. That's him. To, to kill him. So I have a werewolf deck in magic. And one of my prime cards that I have four of in there is the mayor of Avabrook. And I'm like, is that, was this a reference? Oh, it <laughs> like, could be. Let me see what his name is. I, I. I have, where did this article go? Is this the same? Because I got it from, wait, nope, that was the witches writing, writing the werewolves. Nope, that's Icelandic werewolves. <laughs> oh, here it is. Yes. In the 17th century, citizens of a German principality were hunted by a werewolf if they, if they believed to be their, that they believed to be their late mayor, whom they'd rather disliked. <laughs> Turns out it was a regular old wolf. So it was, his, their mayor had like already died. And then that's when they took him down the, Throw him down the, the well. I'm going to see what his name was. Do, do, do. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Where, where is he? What was his name? Yeah, was it Hans? I feel like the... <laughs> I don't think the card itself has a name. He's just mayor of Avabrook, and he turns into Halpak Alpha. <laughs> and then, like, he he's cool because uh, he grants buffs and he generates wolf tokens. So, magic tip for you. I like werewolves Sick. and magic. It's very fun. I don't think it's the Avabrook guy. I don't think it's something else because I don't see Avabrook. So I don't see it. But I'm going to link you guys this article anyway, because here's a couple more. This is just a mental floss article, but it has a bunch of historical references to stories of actual werewolves in history that you can check out if you want to check it out. Um, and again, I, I, my like, my guess about all of this was that it was rabies. It was, you know, Again, a lot of like hysteria, like witchcraft later on and stuff like that. So that's my that's my guess. But Kayla has some information on whether or not <laughs> werewolves walk among us. <laughs> <Whew>. Okay. 
get ready. I feel like this is going to be like our vamp. Was it vampire? Our vampire episode? Where yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So I can't promise this is going to flow very well because I have several different websites and oh, rather- I'm ready. The, the vampire book I mostly pre-read, so that way I was, like, prepared for what I was going to say. But I started reading this. I was like, nah, I got to wait. <laughs> so apologies if it's a little scattered, but we're going we're gonna to dive right in. So I, I guess based on what you researched, werewolf, being a werewolf is an affliction. It's a problem. People turn into werewolves and they kill people. Yes. And then pop culture happened. And then werewolves became like sexy, and <laughs> you know, people made uh oh, uh, realwolfexperience.tripod.com, um, oh which is what I've pulled up a tripod website. It huh? is a tripod website with some sick graphics. Oh boy, no art credit given whatsoever to any of, of the images because it's tripod. Well, werewolves can't type. No, well, this one can. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm going to start on the the homepage here, and I'm going to read you, there's some text around the main text. I'm going to read that first so you can experience it. There's some graphics of wolves at, in front okay. of a moon. All right. It says, welcome to the Real Wolf Experience website. Please browse around. You just might find what kind of wolven adventure you want to experience. Is that a word? Uh, for, for them, it is. <laughs> Before you go right to joining, please read each pack description so you know what you would like to do instead of showing up and not getting what you want. Also, read rules and be sure to check out the ranking system. Once you're finished your research, I recommend you join the pack site. We also have role-playing and interactive conversation with each other. Joining is free. So that's kind of sweet. It's like a role-play form. I'm like, that's adorable. I used to be on those. Not for I know, werewolves, yeah. but... <laughs> I mean, we all, you know, we, live all your we all did that. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Whatever. By the way, we're not shaming the werewolves. No, no, no. This I just isn't like shaming. You're. We're not going to yuck your yum. I am fine with everyone's yum, but I, I am trying to find something that's on par with the "I think I'm a psychic vampire" <laughs> oh, <laughs> book that we read. That, yeah, that person though, like, legitimately was like do crimes, and I'm like, you're not okay. <laughs> that is you're not, not okay. okay. So far, I think, I think whilst. Psychic vampires are in support of doing crimes and bullying Wiccans. So far, werewolves seem to be just like, live your bliss, <laughs> let's role play in our forums. And I'm like, cool, let's- That's cool. Yes, I'm down with it's this. It's like, oh, maybe they're just like closet furries. They're like, I, I don't want to so. be a real furry because like, I don't know, I feel like there's a stigma, which like, I love furries. I don't know why they wouldn't just live their bliss, but they're mm -hmm. like, I only can be a part-time like werewolf furry, maybe. Yeah, they're just not all the way there yet, and that's fine. Yeah, right. So we on the homepage we are asked the question: How did real wolf experience come to be? The real wolf experience was founded by myself, Jordan Graves. I prefer to be called by that's my. That's not. That's not their name. That's not their name. Well, Holly, they prefer <laughs> to be called by their wolf name, which is Cyrus. <laughs> I don't know. C-Y-R-A-U-S. Cyrus, I guess. Okay. It all started- Cirrus? Cirrus. Cirrus? Okay. We'll go for Cirrus. It all started when my boyfriend, for almost two years, cheated on me. Though I chose to forgive him, he left me cold-hearted and almost for dead. I was blindly involved with him, so I fled from school and intended on killing myself. I know, pretty dramatic, oh, eh? Oh, no. This is so sad. Yeah. Anyways, I was stopped. I thought hard. Though I was freezing with no coat in the rain in the middle of March. I loved wolves, but it came, it came more apparent to me that my love of wolves would flourish. 
Instead Aww. of being in blind love with my ex-boyfriend, I would dedicate my time to learning about wolves and, of course, not knowing where it would take me. My knowledge of wolves and even werewolves began to expand and soon became my lifestyle. They were all I talked about and read about. I was looking on the internet one day and found a site known as the Dark Wolf Pack. I joined, and that is where I met my two closest pack mates, Jeremy Cowell, known as Wolfman, That's and not their name. Sherry Ann <laughs> McDonald, known as Akasha, <laughs> or Queen of the Damned. Oh, no. That's from an oh, Anne Rice no. novel, dog. Um, oh, no. This is a live journal post. This yes. sounds like a live journal post. Yes. No. I came up with the idea of living as wolves do when me and Akasha met in person and started running in the woods together. When I oh. lost Akasha in the woods, I let out a howl and she responded back with a howl. And then we were hooked. We began to talk to Wolfman about it and he decided he wanted a part of it. Unfortunately, he didn't get the chance to run with us, but we got to hang with him for a day. Once I realized that somehow packmates can reach each other, I decided to come up with an organization that could encourage other people like us to join and live their dreams of doing what wolves do, and of course lichens, werewolves. So I decided upon something that would stand out easily and get through that this is not just a website pack, but much more, a real-life interactive pack of wolves and lichens. So, like, I for I just want to know, like, do they claim to turn into wolves? That's what I'm... Well, we're going to dive deeper into this website, okay? <laughs> I want to know if they're claiming to turn into wolves. Like, let's see. That's what I want to know. Because right now I'm just getting live journal vibes, but I want to know if they're just like, and then we turned into wolves. Well, we have the pack purpose here. I could tell you what their pack purpose okay. is. The Real Wolf Experience is a club that we do not ask for fees or general admissions, meaning it's free to participate in any of pack programs. Why is it free? Why should you put a price on pack spirit? <laughs> why make you pay to be a part of something that we don't have to pay to do i mean i appreciate that yes that's you know all free pack health care for all the only purpose i ever had for this program was to live among others like a pack of wolves slash lichens to make a memorable mark on those who love wolves and werewolves as much as we do if you think you don't belong in a household of humans and that you belong in the thick of the woods this is the right program for you so it looks like you, it's if you believe you're a wolf or a werewolf. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Dan said in chat, I love that the pack has a mission statement. And they do. Isn't that the best? Okay. So there's a wolf pack program and a werewolf pack program page. Okay, so I'm okay. going to pull up the werewolf pack program. Okay. Yeah. I need to know if, if we're talking about actually turning into wolves. Well, here we go. So the werewolf program is for you, eh? Well, you have most definitely <laughs> made a great choice. The werewolf pack is new to the real wolf experience. For Theranthrope lovers, the werewolf is a proud and fearsome creature of the night. It actually puts fear into the people who walk in the woods at night, even more so than bears. The werewolf <laughs> pack offers the ways of the lichen, transformation rituals, meaning the attempt to transform. And just like the wolf program pack hunts, runs, and communication as well, the way of the claw, even pack brawls, which is werewolf uh -oh. play. Oh, the werewolf pack also has a ranking. I don't like well, I don't like the words werewolf play together. I don't know. I, I hate that. Mm -mm. Don't yuck their yum. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, I mean, me personally, personally, nope. Uh, the werewolf pack also has a ranking order alpha all the way down to Charlie. But rank is based <laughs> on aggression and power. The stronger you are, the higher you rank. You're required to use communication skills, but it is much easier to communicate as a lichen than a wolf. Okay. As, yeah. I have flumped in Bronzebottom in chat. So do these people sniff each other's butts? 
I to have, say hello. That's how dogs get it and wolves get information. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just going to say yes. Well, if you would like to join this werewolf pack, you uh, you must fill out a form with basic information such as name, age, sex, and location. Uh, and you have to fill out your werewolf information, which is your name, age, sex, etc. There will be a list of questions on the sheet you must answer truthfully, and you will be required to sign it upon arrival for pack protection purposes. So, you know, gotta fill out some paperwork if you want to be a werewolf in this I pack. I got, how, again, do you, <laughs> this is a legitimate question really quick. For the wolf part, like if you're a wolf. Okay, if you're a wolf, I'm going to that do one. You, do you fill out paperwork then too? Because how do you type? My gosh, um, I, I need to inform you that the background of this website is black, and they did the Wolfpack page in purple and royal blue text, and it's hurting my eyes. Okay, that's that's a that's a, that's a bold aesthetic. Uh, in order to sign up for the Wolf Experience Program, you need to fill out an application form provided by us. It has the required information, such as name, age, sex, and location, and it also has a place where you fill out your wolf's information. You will need to okay. fill out the question at the bottom of the sheet. When you arrive and sign off with your signature, just so you re- we are sure you understand the agreements, though we will look out for you, we cannot guarantee that you will not get hurt once or twice, jumping over trees or slipping and falling. <gasps> not getting mauled by other wolves? Like, where's the other wolves? Oh, they have a little guarantee on this page. We guarantee you will be an effective Whoa. wolf communicator after the three-day deadline. If you're not an effective communicator by the three-day deadline, you will get an extra day one-on-one with myself, Cy- Cyrus. Sarous. Isn't that nice? Lazar <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas said this is starting to sound like a multi-level werewolf marketing program. It is, right? It sound, but that's how that vampire one was. Where yeah. it's like you oh. can join and blah 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 yeah. blah. The guy who was like in like some like where was he in England? Like some small town in England where he was like, This is where our base is. Yeah. Yeah. And this one's in Canada. So, okay. This is a okay. Canadian wolf pack. <sighs> so, it looks like their pack site is under construction, but I do and also their um questions page is unfortunately non-existent. I was looking forward Damn. to that. I know. Um yeah. Frequently asked. They have some rules that you have to follow. Uh okay. you must read over them before you can participate. I mean, that's important. Uh, only a certain number of preteen persons are allowed in the program due to parental issues. Do the parents come too? Like, I guess your parents. All right, to kids, go yell in the woods with your friends. Oh, Have if you fun. are harmed, it is on us, and your signature means nothing unless it is of your parents. Any person 16s or over do not have to worry about this rule. So if you're under 16, I guess you have to have your parents sign your form if you want to join that's, the werewolf. That's going to be a conversation. Hey, mom uh, and dad, can you sign my my wolf werewolf form? Okay, we have a rule, rules of cursing, and this says, I don't want it to seem indifferent about the programs, but the wolf program keeps swearing to a minimum due to youth that participate in it. However, the werewolf program allows a little more than above average swearing because all persons within that program are of adult age. I'm not (laughs) saying it isn't allowed, but I don't want to hear the F-bomb thrown in every (laughs) sentence. Okay, everyone, you heard it here first. Werewolves don't say the F word. Werewolves, not swearwolves. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> that was from What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. <laughs> this is literally like a real What We Do in the Shadows. Like, like this is like a legitimate... Oh, it's god. amazing. I'm crying a little bit. Were- werewolves, not swearwolves. Yeah. <laughs> that part was amazing in the movie. 
Whew. Oh, oh boy. That's great. So we got some, there's some regular rules. Um, let's see. A lot of their other pages are under construction, sadly. Um, that was not the only website I pulled up. Oh, I'm I'm thrilled. Why do I have like five tabs of the same thing open? I think this has probably put a virus in my phone. That's fine. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> you've got a werewolf virus now. Oh, no. From like these GeoCities sites. Yeah, that one was a tripod one. That's right. Rest in peace, tripod. I, I had a couple of those. This yeah. one is yourlupinelife.com. Uh, so I have the about page pulled up for I this website. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, Ooh. what? Well, let me tell you about your lupine life, Holly. Okay, I'm ready. Your lupine life is an anonymous place for werewolves of every stripe to meet and discuss the life lycanthropic. Okay. If you have landed here and you are not a werewolf, you are advised to cl- kindly click away and forget you ever saw this site. Wait, I wait. Like, so if you're not a werewolf, you can't look at this website. Nope, nope. Please, and, and in parentheses, it says, please do not try to use this site to find a werewolf to turn you. Rest assured, this will not happen. This is a strict oh no bite zone. <laughs> if you are human or some supernatural creature other than a werewolf, then you should go visit SethOnSurvival.com, where supernatural survivalist Seth Greening has information on all kinds of supernatural beings. I'm going to like bookmark that site for later, by the way. If you are a werewolf, feel free to sign up using the sidebar form if you want to start your own werewolf profile and talk to other werewolves yeah. from around the globe. But if Wait, you do, yeah. please remember to use your werewolf name only. <laughs> Mick8 in chat asks, what, what if I'm curious? Like, do I have to click away? Yeah, you can't. If you're not a werewolf, get out. What, what if you don't know? What if you're trying to find out if you're a werewolf? You can't. You can't come here to get bit. It's a no-bite zone. Okay, okay. All right. You just can't be here. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. humans and human names are not allowed. We promised Seth to make sure everybody survived. <laughs> to learn <laughs> more sorry. about werewolves and werewolf societies, check out the werewolves page for information on the 12 major clans of lycanthropes. So we'll go there next. Um, check back soon for lots of updates. This site is just starting out now, but we hope to add lots more. And let's see, what date was this? Was this 20, early 2000s? 2013? I don't know. Whew, so that's about, that's what this is. Isn't that wow. great? There's also a <laughs> iOS app for it. But if you're oh a human, you can't look at it. So don't know how I've <laughs> yeah, made it this okay. far. See, I agree with Ethereal Enchanter. It sounds like an RP-heavy werewolf forum. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Because that's cool. Like, I'm cool with that. Do whatever you want. But I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's LARPing or like, like, is it, are they like serious? I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure this out because I went to the Lycanthropology page and it says, want to know more about werewolves and werewolf societies? Well, you have come to the right place. Except you can't look at this if you're a human. So we have an explanation of what the difference is between genetic and bitten werewolves. Okay. Um, and then the 12 major werewolf clans. We have links to all of them, which are Bone or Storm Werewolf, Dragon Ooh. Werewolf. Whoa, Di- that's cool. <laughs> I know. How Di- metal. <laughs> Dian Werewolf, Frost Werewolf, Ghost Ooh. Werewolf, Hunter Ghost werewolf. or Blood Werewolf, Ice Ooh. Werewolf, Lightning Werewolf, Whoa. Oak Werewolf, Singing Werewolf, Wild Werewolf, or and Wind or Death Werewolf. Uh, tag yourself, I'm Death Werewolf. Yeah, tag yourself, I'm I'm Ghost Werewolf. Ghost Werewolf. <laughs> no one likes Singing Werewolf. Nah, Singing Werewolf. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look at the difference between genetic and bitten werewolves because I feel like 
reading this maybe give it might give us more of an idea of how serious this is because I'm also ha- yeah. having issues understanding. I mean, I, and I'm just gonna and like everyone in chat, like I know everyone's thinking what I'm thinking is like this actually sounds pretty cool. Like I kind of want to be, <laughs> I want to be a werewolf. Like what? Like can I be a dragon werewolf? That's sick. Dope. <laughs> That's dope. Where do I sign up? Well, you can't sign up. You have to be a werewolf. Damn it. <laughs> but so I feel like I felt similarly about the vampire book it's like was that real or was that them role-playing except for the fact that they encouraged crime but maybe yeah. werewolves just aren't no crime the doers. vampire one was real i i think where the vampire one like was a hundred percent real because they were like yes we are psychic vampires that's <laughs> like we are these people this sounds more like the role-playing like we're role-playing maybe not maybe not but it sounds like or it sounds like um it sounds like um oh i can't think of it not other kin, but, like, when people, like, have, like, dragon kin or, like, when people, like, associate with an animal. Yeah. Like, it sounds, like, more like they comfortably associate with being a werewolf and that's, like, their identity and this is, like, their place. Yes. But, like, I also, like, don't know if it's, if they're role-playing or if they're, like, genuinely feeling like that's their identity. So, it's very confusing. Well, we're going to look at their definition of genetic versus bitten werewolves. No, not furries, because furries, like, furries have... Other like pers- other like personas like fursonas totally different. It's like more or less a D. Like I always see furries as like D and D characters, but furries. Does that make sense? It's like there's mm-hmm. these are their characters. Though while some people, I feel like some people in that community do feel like that. Like that's their other like per like pers not persona. I'm trying to think like deeper than that. I feel like most people are like no, this is like I just dress as this character. It's like my D and D character, and I just pretend to be this character. But this might be deeper than that. I don't know. Might be. Figured out. Oh, Therians. That's it. Thank you, Alex King. Therians are the people that, like, identify as animals. Because there are people that, like, identify as, like, dragons and mythical creatures. That's a dope name. Therians. That's so cool. Okay. Well, genetic versus bitten. Although there are many kinds of werewolves and every werewolf is unique, there are two main types of werewolves. Now, I know that you are saying not everything can be divided into two groups. To which I reply, there are two kinds of people in the world, those who think everything that can be divided into two groups and those who don't. But in this case, it really is true. And one of the most important ways that werewolves are classified is by how they became werewolves. Did you get bitten by a werewolf or did you inherit the lycanthropy gene from one or both of your parents? Bitten werewolves. The basic premise of what a bitten werewolf actually is pretty easy to follow. If you are bitten by a werewolf on the full moon, then you will turn into a werewolf on the next full moon, and then you'd be forced to transform every lunar cycle for the rest of your life. Bitten werewolves generally have a much more difficult time controlling their transformations than genetic werewolves do, both resisting transforming during the full moon, as well as attempting to transform at times when the moon is not full, are very challenging things, and most bitten werewolves spend years trying to master these abilities. Genetic werewolves are a bit more complex and often harder to, to identify. The werewolf gene sometimes skips a generation or two, so even if neither of your parents is an actual werewolf, at least one of them carries a recessive gene that has been passed down your bloodline, possibly for centuries or even millennia. Genetic werewolves generally have an easier time resisting transforming when the moon is full, as well as an easier time initiating a transformation at other times. In spite of the easier time that genetic werewolves have controlling their transformations, when they do transform, their transformations are just as painful as their bitten werewolf cousins. And there are comments on this that I forgot to look at on the first page, but there there are comments. Okay, hang on, let me clear my throat. Well, again, what I find interesting about all of this is like, 
there is no they didn't get this from any from history there's it just doesn't there's no it doesn't exist like this lore doesn't exist so they're getting it either they're making it up or they're getting it from somewhere so well we have some comments from from werewolves in the comments so maybe this will help us decide if this is role-playing or not so uh yu jung on march 22nd 2018 said for me shifting didn't hurt that much just had burning sensation on my feet and legs burning hot and all couldn't sleep and fainted my bones stretched but didn't crack. I woke up with stretch marks in those in those and found my feet suddenly grew 1.5 centimeters longer. After then, I changed my shoes. I think I shift at nights. Don't remember though. Reason I know this is that certain parts don't come back and maintain changed. Not animal like though. The very uh I'm like worried about this person. <laughs> like are they okay? The very first I don't remember is the hair growth. <laughs> Well, uh, are they just going through puberty? Is this person just going through <laughs> puberty? Their their uh their feet grew one point five centimeters. Uh, they had to change no, their when, shoes. When I was like a little kid, like over one night, like I shit you not, because I used to ice skate as a little kid. My feet grew like an inch in one night because the one night the night the day before my feet fit my ice skates. The day after they did not. Maybe you had a werewolf transformation. No, it's <laughs> just like. <a> t- <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, we have a comment from Tsunami Fire, uh, March 23rd, 2018. I tried to make an account, but the process was too annoying, so I didn't. I think I may be a genetic werewolf. I don't know much about my family tree, but the main things I know are that my mom is from Russia and my dad is from the Philippines. I also had a dream where I was something that almost perfectly describes a frost wolf. That was before I knew frost wolves existed. There are also a bunch of other reasons why I may be one, and I'll type them if someone asks because I may not. It may not be read. I hope someone can help me. Though I said I would, pr- and then they replied. Uh, how long later? Like fifteen minutes later. Though I said I would reply more stuff only if other people asked. The second after I commented it, I realized I left out a lot of information that I would like to add. When I was younger, I think I was angered a lot more than today. I don't really feel like everyone else. <laughs> I know. I have no dreams for the future, and my schedule is basically going to school, coming home, reading, sleeping, and the rare random occurrence. I recently started trying to self-teach myself things that may be important for the future, or at least a future where I know that I'm a supernatural being. Oh, boy. (laughs) At the current moment, I can't think of much else except the question, how do I end this comment? (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Puberty. Oh, man. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right, yeah, I feel like maybe this werewolf thing is just puberty, you know? It's just angst. It, it is just oh, angst. And before I forget, there is that other genetic disorder where you do get hair all over your body. Yes. And that they do look like werewolves. Yes. Like, that's just how people with that disorder, like, it manifests itself. So that could also be something from, like, the Middle Ages. It's actually, I don't know, yeah, hair suitism. I'll see if I can find a picture if there's any, like... There's also, it's not, there's other, like, not even hair suited. It's, like, even more intense. It's, like. I have pulled up some werewolf clans. I would like for people to tell me which werewolf clans they want to learn about because I want to read about them. Yeah, keep reading about them. I'm trying to find a picture of someone, like, a a historical picture of someone with, not hair suited. That's actually much more mild, but, like, someone that has that werewolf. Well, if people in the chat, if you want to. If you remember the clans and you want me to read about one, let me know. I've went ahead and pulled up Wind or Death Clan because Holly said that's what she's tagging herself as. <laughs> so um, just so you know, as a Wind or Death werewolf, 
uh, you may cho- as you may choose to become. You draw power from the wind moon in March, if you're the northern hemisphere, or in September, if you're the southern hemisphere. If you didn't experience your first transformation beneath the death moon, you will likely be called upon to survive a terrifying ritual in your first death moon ritual, while wind werewolves will experience a gentler transformation into the wind clan. In your human form, uh, both wind werewolves and death werewolves are considered driven, intense, willful, intellectual, mystical, musical, and stubborn. In human form, you wind werewolves may be identified by your crazy hair and your love of music. For example, you can carry... You can likely carry a tune or remember a song easily and or play an unusual wind instrument. You may also love wind sports like surfing and sailing or flying kites and travel. If, however, you have gone to the death clan, then your talents and skills, while similar to that of wind werewolves, are often put to more mystical or abstract pursuits. You may also at times be called upon by the Reapers, who are allied with your kin to assist one of their kind on a mission, so be prepared. Okay. So I'm sorry, you picked like the most depressing one. You have some somewhat talents, but mostly cool. reapers will ask you to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, ooh, with the right training, death werewolves can also achieve a shadow form that will enable you to visit the underrealms with the reapers. Well, that sounds fun. That sounds dope. Um, so the the werewolf, the, the, hairy, the hairy genetic syndrome is called hypertrichosis. And here's a here's an example of a a uh, early I believe this is 1600s or early 1700s illustration of someone on the left with hypertrichosis and it's oh. they just have hair like all over them. it's more like werewolf syndrome than like hirsutism looks like teen wolf so, yeah so like people actually that's a genetic thing that people actually have so yeah I, I think they look a bit more like it looks like well, yeah more Chewbacca <laughs> but like again if if someone was seeing someone with that, they might think like, oh, maybe this person, you know, has something. So anyway, that's that. So, okay. So I'm the death. Uh, I the get death hired werewolf. by Reapers or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty dope. We also have Boner Storm Werewolf, Dragon Werewolf, Dying Werewolf, Frost Werewolf, Ghost Werewolf, Hunter or Blood Werewolf, Ice Werewolf, Lightning Werewolf, Oak Werewolf, Singing Werewolf, or Wild Werewolf. Hmm. I tagged myself as Ghost, so I'm going to look at that one and then chat can tell me what what the third one we'll look at will be. You guys can decide. Tell me. I'm ready. The I the logo of the ghost werewolf clan is pretty dope. It's a Ouroboros, but it's a wolf. Um nice. so it's like a wolf eating its own tail. As a ghost werewolf, you draw your power from the ghost moon in July, northern hemisphere, or January, southern hemisphere. Should you be located in time, you may also be initiated by a ghost clan beneath your full ghost moon when the time is right. Rumors swirl that this initiation involves the presence of ghostly allies, but this remains a closely guarded clan secret and can either be confirmed or denied here at this time. Human form, members of the ghost clan are often reserved, enigmatic, poised, hard to get to know, sometimes, or even shy and a little bit distant. Humans who don't understand might think you're a snob, but ghost werewolves are just a little bit preoccupied with the constant din they can always hear from the other realms. In human form, ghost werewolves are usually pale with pale eyes, but they like bright, cheerful colors, painting, loud music, and dancing to shut off the noise. Ghost wolves are excellent dancers. One dead giveaway you will have to be careful about, ghost werewolves are said to have no shadows, though you will sometimes exhibit a colorful aura in photos. They are said to learn how to trigger and control their transformations and their powers with the help of the three kinds of rare shadow dust. Whoa. Well, in wolf form... You are generally small, skinny, and light on your feet, fast and agile. Your ears 
are pronounced and longer, and you use them to sense the presence of ghosts? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> ghosts? Oh my gosh. Uh, many ghost werewolves become a little bit obsessive about dust. You will hate it touching your clothing or possessions, but at the same time, you can sometimes identify a ghost werewolf by the dust surrounding them. Cats generally hate them. I can't imagine cats liking any werewolves. <laughs> Whew, uh, as the only werewolves that can see and communicate with ghosts, ghost werewolves find both allies and enemies in the ghost realm. As a ghost werewolf, you will be able to use your powers in different ways, depending in part on your choices, including your choice of alliances and mythos. Ghost werewolves may choose between Pyros and Aeolian Alliance. Uh, yeah. So if you're a ghost werewolf, you can talk to ghosts. That's about it. Which, what's the, the one we want to look at? We can look at one more. Which? Oh, um, hmm. There was the dragon one. Yeah, let's look at dragon werewolf. I know it does sound like an, it still sounds like a role playing game to me, but like, you know, whatever. I'm kind of like- into it. I'm kind of into yeah. it. Sounds fun. I'd I play this game. I would so I would play this. All right, let's. Dragon Werewolf is too interesting. Like, are you going to be part can you, dragon? Can you link us this website so I can see it? Yes, it's yourlupinelife.com. Okay, I need to see it. <laughs> um, so the Dragon Clan, their logo is like a wolf with dragon wings. Uh, okay. As as a dragon werewolf, you draw max power from the dragon moon in May, Northern Hemisphere, and November, Southern Hemisphere. As a dragon wolf, you will likely experience your first transformation when the dragon moon is at its height. Or if you are it lucky, literally won't load on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a werewolf. You can't see it. I guess. Ooh. Ooh. Apparently, when initiated, some say the ritual initiating dragon werewolves involves real dragons. But, th- but this remains a closely guarded secret and cannot be confirmed or denied here. So in your human form, you are known for being strong and confident, a leader who is both talkative and fast, a result of a mysterious deal your clan made with the dragons centuries ago. In human form, dragon clan are usually a gregarious bunch and tend to have a lot of friends and may be known for your bright eyes and constant conversation. Most dragon werewolves love spicy food, and they tend to drink a lot of milk and chocolate milk. What? Oh my god. Also, none of us can open this website, so you're a werewolf. Are you serious? Yeah, no one's been able to open it. <laughs> I don't know. I have it. I, I, it's open on my Chalky phone. Milk. Chalky, Chalky milk. Chalky milk. Chalky milk. As a dragon werewolf in wolf form, your eyes will likely be orange when you are relaxed and bright red when you are challenged. Because of your ancient deal with dragon kind, you will likely have extremely strong jaws and teeth you can Dragons use to transform real. certain rocks and plants into fire by chewing them. What? That's so cool! Oh my gosh. So you chew, you can chew rocks and plants and turn them into fire, and then that you can spit sick. it. You can spit the fire like a dragon. Uh, peoplers, thank you for subscribing. Also, in chat, they got the werewolf site to work, so they're a werewolf. Werewolf, you're a werewolf if you get it to work. Your claws are made of a flinty material that glows red and gives you the ability to draw sparks from rock. Nobody knows yet if dragon wolves can actually grow wings and learn to fly, or if it Whoa. is just a myth. But that That'd doesn't stop everyone from checking. Nice. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. When nice. dragon werewolves return to human form, they do it in a ball of fire. Whoa. Oh my gosh. This That's is pretty cool. The coolest. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I want to be a dragon werewolf. I changed my mind. Yeah, I, cha- I changed my. I want to be that. Please. I'm going to go now to Seth on Survival, that, that website that was mentioned. Oh God, the webpage. On the homepage where it was like, if you're not a werewolf, go to this website immediately because you don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so, yeah. 
I went to we Seth. Don't. I went to Seth on Survival's page. Okay. The header has a uh, young man, mm-hmm. white, looks to be early 20s, very mm-hmm. floofy hair. Next to him, he is wearing a shirt that says Seth on Survival. And then he has a oh, quote. Oh, those shirts. Yes. And then he has a quote from himself next to his face that says, with survival, anything is possible, Seth Greening. And then he has a little lives save counter next to him, lives saved. And then underneath the, the lives, lives saved. Yeah, lives saved. You're welcome. It says underneath. <laughs> I'm going to hold this up for you. What? What? What is happening? Yep. So... So that's I described it, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna show people in the stream. That's what okay. It is. Hold on, <clears throat> hold on. That's SethOnSurvival.com. Please, you should be able to pull that up because you're not a werewolf. Oh, I did. Yeah, it works now. Yeah, that one works for you. Is this like what? Like is? <sighs> well, I've pulled up Seth's page called Werewolves. You may be dealing with a werewolf. Danger. Supernatural survivologist? <laughs> yes. What is well, happening? Well, what he's going to get you through. The werewolves recommend him. The werewolves recommended him for non-werewolves. So I'm telling There's you. There's an app. Yes. There's an app. There's an app. This is the app for real life werewolves like you. Yes. Danger. Contrary to popular opinion, werewolves and vampires can be friends under the right circumstances. So ask yourself, are these the right circumstances? If the answer is no, and you are a vampire, or you are with a vampire, time to run. Silver, real silver, bullets and accessories. A silver chain makes a nice belt and werewolf lead. Note, if it's not real silver, it will just turn him green. A green werewolf is even more dangerous than one that is not green. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't know. It's a bunch of werewolf tips. Look werewolf directly in the eye and growl in your best pack leader voice. Sit. Warning, this tip from Hollywood dog trainer Caesar Milan is controversial. Indeed, completely unsubstantiated. If your voice is not firm enough in the heat of werewolf battle, there is the risk you will just make him madder. Oh my god. This guy, like, he has videos that, like, it (laughs) sounds like this is a joke. Like, it sounds like a joke. Maybe. Who knows? Got a muffin on you? Get it out fast. Nothing makes a werewolf happier than a warm, fluffy muffin. Be prepared. (laughs) Download my proven fluffy anti-lichen muffin recipe. Oh my god. If you have been or suspect that you have been bitten by a werewolf despite taking all precautionary measures, then you need 10 gallons of colloidal silver water stat. I would advise that you make your own. It's just cheaper. All you need is a battery, silver wire, a piece of real silverware jewelry, and a gallon of water. If you don't have time to make your own colloidal silver water, gather up all the silverware in the house and toss it into a hot tub. Soak your whole body, not just the bite, in the tub for one hour. This should be long enough for the silver ions to penetrate your epidermis. <laughs> Woo! If you can't beat them, survive. When you get out of the tub, contact the other survivors at SOS for more advice. Life as a werewolf can actually be pretty good. If the werewolf is you, as you may already know, current pathogenic research distinguishes acquired lycanthropy or bitten werewolves from genetic lycanthropic tendencies. So the first question to ask yourself is, are any of your parents or siblings werewolves? Has there been a resurgence of ancestral threats, i.e. <laughs> vampires in your community? Like, <laughs> this is, okay, this is just, I don't, like, I'm looking at this guy's videos, okay? He's on Vimeo, like, he talks about zombies and, like, all this stuff, but he's got, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a fake wall that looks like one of those, like, serial killer walls, <laughs> like, in the background, and he's got, like, a, his own shirt and, like, a little spooky like shitty drawing of a ghost. <laughs> like I don't 
I don't know. Like, I think it's a joke. I think the whole thing is a joke. I don't know. This is, like, they don't have that many views. I'm just, I'm very confused right now. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I started scrolling through the stages of becoming a werewolf, and I have to skip to whatever this says, because I saw, especially if you were a girl, I'm just saying, and I have to read what he's talking about. In stage two... You'll recover from the cold very quickly and the bite mark will heal too. There is a debate about whether it heals completely or leaves a scar. Maybe it depends to some extent on the size of the bite. This is unknown. If it does leave a mark, this is rumored to serve as a sign to others. Re-pack affiliation. During this phase, you will be almost supernaturally resistant to the cold. Tempted to go outside without a coat or even a shirt. This is also not advisable, especially if you are a girl. I'm just saying. You may have a sudden and inexplicable urge to run everywhere and yet never tire on arrival. You may try to lift heavy things for no other reason than to see if you can. Your sense of smell and hearing becomes acute. You may find out you are able to identify people by odor or the sound of their footsteps, even in very crowded rooms. Especially if you're a girl. Just saying. Ugh. Wow. So yeah, this is very long. There's stages of becoming a werewolf. Like, all I'm saying, if this is a joke, this is like so complicated. It's very, it, there's a lot. Like, here's a comment, here's a comment on his Monsterometer app, and it says, Hey Seth, I'm really worried. Your app said that I'm a time traveler, but then after it said that I'm a vampire. Is that possible? <laughs> well, time traveler was 98%, but so was vampire. I really hope you can help me. I'm lost. Becky. Hail Becky. Thanks for your <laughs> SOS message and for keeping on keeping on out there during the dark holiday season. It's from January 3rd, 2016. It is indeed possible to be both a time traveler and a vampire. And did, indeed, most vampires will jump at the chance to travel back in time, usually to the time just before they're changed, to visit the ones they loved first. However, only time and regular scanning with the monsterometer can confirm if this is the case for you. Do you suspect you are a genetic vampire or have you have been bitten? Seth. What, what is happening? <laughs> it is possible what is to be both a vampire here? and a time traveler. <laughs> like, what... <laughs> Oh my god. Ooh, okay, well, I'm di I'm deep diving into this guy, and I went to his Q&A, and one of the questions is, when did you first realize your mission was to save humanity from supernatural threats? And Seth says, as a physics student in university, I began to notice a lot of supernatural badness going on. Vampires, werewolves, zombies, demons, leprechauns, suddenly everywhere you go. Some of them are very bad ones. And so much misinformation about them everywhere you turn, most of it perpetuated by the monsters with access to their supernatural PR Is machines. Is this someone's, like, thesis? <laughs> Hollywood, TV, candle parties, Twitter, school libraries, Facebook, the internet. Oh, my gosh. I think, I mean, I think joke. I love it. Okay, hold on. I'm downloading. I'm downloading. <gasps> are you downloading the app? I'm downloading the monster. Are you going to see what you are? I'm going to see what I am right now. Oh my gosh, I want to do it Everyone, too. Everyone, download the Monsterometer. I don't know if it's going to give you spyware, though, or something. I don't know. I, I don't think anyone is going to. Whatever. Here it is. Here it is. SethOnSurvival.com. Monsterometer. Lupine Life, the ultimate app for werewolves. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Are oh we gosh. ready? I'm trying to download it. Did you use the link or did you go to the app store? I went to the app store. Okay, I'm going to the app store and I'm going to download it while you're doing it. The the app the monsterometer is available on iOS. I'm going to scan myself. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. I'm it's scanning. It's giving me a bar. What's it say? I'm scanning myself. Threat detected. Uh -oh. Interrogate subject. Okay. Is that all it says? I want to know what kind of monster I am. You have to be interrogated. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. This yeah. has nine five star reviews. 
what is what is this? Okay. Okay, number of questions. Who are you interrogating? Oh, we sh- I should interrogate you. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, I'm going to interrogate you. And then I'll interrogate you after I get it. Okay, okay. It's 12 questions. All right. Are you on a high-protein diet? No. Okay. Can you perform re- repetitive tasks without tiring? Yes. Okay. Do you have an excellent sense of smell? Sure. <laughs> I mean, I can <laughs> smell things. Do you love shoes? <laughs> yeah, I like shoes. <laughs> do you ever need to duck to fit through doorways no have you ever tried to reach the end of a rainbow no do you keep coins in a container no do you always carry a pen yes do you spell your name with numbers no <laughs> were you born on a full moon you know i don't i don't know should we just flip a coin and we'll decide <laughs> sure okay Wait, where's, I'm just going to roll a dice and we'll say odds or okay. evens. Evens is yes, odds is no, because I have no okay. idea. Uh, got an even, so we'll say yes. Okay, whoa. Does your hair turn green after a long time in the water? No. Oh, mine does. Really? Well, when I was a kid, yeah, I was blonde. So, like, any, uh, it's, chlorine turns your hair green when I'm blonde. I am. Do you prefer to, to worship naked? No. <laughs> Oh, no, you're a werewolf. Well, oh, we already knew that because I could get on the website. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 70.21% certainty. Here you well, go. See? Knew it. Look at that picture. Fact. Oh, my gosh. That's me. Yeah, you're a werewolf. Okay. Did yours download or should I just do yes, my own? I'm scanning okay. you. I'm scanning okay. you with my phone on okay. my computer screen. Scanning. All right, Threat cool. detected. Interrogate subject. All right, I'm ready. Okay. Interrogate. Persona persona said, I'm an alien. <laughs> okay, number of questions. Okay. I'm interrogating other. Do you know where I live? Yes, <laughs> I do. Would you describe yourself as a lover, not a fighter? Yes. Do you live near the coast? I do. Do you have flexibility problems? No. <laughs> Does your place have a cellar? I mean, it's a basement. Yeah, you have a body hole. I'm going to call that a yeah. cellar. Okay, sure. Are you against fur? Yes. Have you ever been caught sniffing a fire hydrant? No. <laughs> Would you call yourself enchanting? Uh, I, uh, that's a hard question. That I'd say no. Do you use a lot of candles? Yes. Do you ever stick pins in your dolls? No. Do you subscribe to any particular food taboos? Taboos? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Just put Yes. <laughs> Have you ever driven a DeLorean? <laughs> Wait, what? Yes. You have? Yes. <laughs> I owned a DeLorean. Oh, my God. Oh, subject is a vampire. 91.62% vampire? certainty. I thought I was going to be a time traveler. What the hell? Well, maybe you're part vampire, part time oh, traveler. Food taboos like cannibalism. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, I thought it was like being a vegetarian. Well, but I can be both. So maybe I'm a time traveling vampire. You Seth said n- it was okay. 92% almost a vampire. Whoa, look, that's me. I'm a vampire, 92%. Whoa. Oh my gosh, we're a well-rounded team then. Yeah. We've got a vampires and werewolves And covered. a werewolf. Wow. Can we, we should make a Spooky Scouts app that just does this. This is a stupid question. Have you ever <laughs> driven a DeLorean? It's oh amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, clearly, okay, so I feel like this whole thing is a joke. This guy made this thing as a joke. But then people might be taking it seriously. I love it. Like, I don't know. It's like, it's it's just like, but 
I've been thoroughly entertained, so I don't really care. <laughs> also, you can up the questions to 25 or 10. Lowest you can do is 10 or 25. Okay. So if you want to get... What other options are on this app? Let me look. Ebooks. Moon phases. Dats. Oh, yeah, I think it's definitely a joke, but I honestly think some people on the website started to take it. Millions of lives saved. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, odd, it is very funny. Are you or is someone you know a werewolf? I am, apparently. Moon phase, lunar phase tracker. Oh, that's nice. I'm sorry there isn't an Android version. I don't know. I don't think there's a budget behind this. I just have, have to a feeling. unlock the monsters by oh, identifying man. people as the monsters. Then you unlock <laughs> them in the app. Wow. 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 I feel like this has, uh, this is a great resource for us. Yeah, it's excellent. Sethonsurvival.com. A good find. So modern, modern werewolves, not confirmed yet, but we did find, we did find a fun app. Oh my gosh. Well, I do have another website that I had pulled up that's a Wix website. Oh boy. So this one's Dylan, uh, Diane. This is the Diane Werewolf dot wixsite.com let me type this in here in case anyone wants to pull it up dyan d-y-a-n werewolf dot wixsite.com and it's called oh boy. hacken so joining hacken i can't open it again i must wow. not be a werewolf maybe put the www in front of it i didn't do that okay. i didn't i never know if that matters i don't know man i'm not a werewolf so the title of the website is i am a real werewolf spreading the knowledge so pack rules and guidelines uh, is what I have pulled up here, which is like any civilized pack, we have rules and guidelines that are to be followed. They're, uh, they're, these are put in place to keep peace among the members as well as outside of the pack. So rule number one, there will be no bullying. Rule number two, no sexual harassment. Rule number three, if you have a problem with one of your pack mates or with a wolf of another pack, tell a ranking member of the pack and give the full situation. Why are these werewolves so into rules? Like the vampires were like, let's cause crimes. Then the werewolves are like, everyone needs to respect each other. <laughs> but it's really nice. Rule number four. I know. If you're going to disrespect other religions, ethnic groups, sexualities, etc., you are not welcome here. Oh my God. See, and then the vampires were like, we harass Wiccans. Yeah. Like, like the difference here is, is just bizarre. <laughs> Rule number five, you will respect lone wolves, humans, vampires, etc. None of that war nonsense. Number six, let a ranking member of the pack know if someone is harassing you. If a ranking member of the pack is harassing you, go to a higher ranking member of the pack. Number seven, if you start hitting on a person and they turn you down, please be respectful of that. Continuing to pursue them is fine to a degree, but do not annoy or, or harass them. Number eight, you are not to get absurd with these stories about looking for mates. You may say quote unquote, boy slash girlfriend, but not mates. You will learn what a real mate is in time. Mates of pack members are, by extension, honorary members of Hawken. And then it's just like a bunch of dating rules. <laughs> Ooh, you can't be in multiple packs. There's a rule about using Facebook. Don't share your secrets. Wow. So, you know, I mean, usual. werewolves have a lot of rules. Like They do. Again, vampires are just like, let's go commit crimes. And ver the werewolves are like, we have a lot of rules, okay? Like, there's a hierarchy. You have to deal with this. Like, make sure, like, don't m make anyone of uh, the other wolves mad. I don't, I don't know. How this is just very <laughs> strange. This is very strange. Then they define, there's hunters. I don't know how deep I want to go on this website because there's a page <laughs> for LGBT shifters. And I'm like, what does that mean? I don't know. 
Damn. And when you search real werewolf website, your lupine life is the first thing that comes up. I know. That's what I searched. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, okay. They're pro- okay. I was scared by LGBT shifters because I was like, are they going to be awful? Because they did not seem awful, but they're not awful. They just have a whole page about how accepting they are. And I like oh, it. Oh, werewolves That's are very, very accepting. Good. They're very, very nice. I was scared for a minute. <laughs> they're just they're apparently really nice. I'm very burnt by the vampire thing. <laughs> the, the, the vampires are assholes. Now we know. We've done research. Modern vampires are assholes. Modern werewolves are like nice. Well, we do have a scientific aspects of shifting page on here. And maybe this will give us some more insight as to if, you know, the real, the realness of the werewolf, the modern werewolf. So it says shifting is a physical phenomenon and is the only true kind of shift there is. There seems to be quite a few other shifting methods you can find online. But things like mental shifting, astral shifting, partial shifting, etc. are not shifting. Mental shifting is shifting in your mind. It is not perceived by shifters as anything farther than daydreaming and pretending to be something you are not. It isn't actually shifting, and it is found most often to be explored by humans and Therians. Therian, there, so those are, so it is something different. Astral shifting is shifting on the astral plane. The astral body has no set form and can look like just about anything desired. It is not truly shifting because there is no form. You are not shifting from anything in the first place, but rather taking the shape of something else that also has no true form. Similar to how water has no shape, but you can put it into a glass and give it a temporary form. Partial shifting is shifting only part of your body, such as being a human while having a tail or the ears of an animal, or changing only your hand into a paw while the rest of your body remains the same. This is also not possible. Shifting is designed for the survival of the species in question. Nothing more and nothing less. If someone were to partially shift, your human body would reject any non-human limbs or extremities as they would not be compatible with one another. Even um, down to the blood cells, humans and wolves are not similar enough to make this safe or possible. Oh, you know, <laughs> science can <laughs> you know, figure science. it out. When you're done, I found another website that I just oh I feel like I just can't. Well, they give a picture of human red blood cells and wolf red blood cells to show you that they're different, which they look different. Nice. One of the most important elements of shifting is circumstance. Shifting is triggered by hormonal responses to your environment and or surroundings. The phrase fight or flight is one commonly used for these types of explanation. A common misconception is that emotions like anger and rage can trigger a shift, which is incorrect. It helps to think about it on an evolutionary level. As a species, shifting helps increase the odds of survival. In dangerous and often life-threatening situations, fear and the instinctual need to live are vital among every species. Oh my god, it's very long. This goes on and on and on and on and on. It has a picture of a person on all fours next to a dog. It's say it's described shifting as changing on an atomic level, bones break, changing shape, mending while your muscles tear and reform to a new structure, your skin burns and stretches to take on new shape, and you have a mass growth of hair and fur from your hair follicles. So they they this website is saying that you actually shift. Okay. Your bones will break, all of them, very quickly, one after another, and they will begin to change shape. Okay, with your torso and your extremities, and then it's got pictures of bones. So it's a very oh my gosh, like this is a very long. This is long. This is very long. I'm not reading all of it, but this one seems to submit to real werewolves. But I want to know about what this website is that you found. Give me, give me oh, more. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> ah! I'm gonna link it in the chat. Uh, I only looked at it for a second though because apparently it has loud music. Oh, okay. Here for it. It's called the where. So this is this is 
I because I was like I was thinking like this can't be it. Like werewolves can't be nice. I was right. This is called the Werewolf Cathedral. Uh, the Werewolf Cathedral is a registered religion. Oh, about okay. About being a, about being a werewolf, it has to do with believing in social Darwinism, like minus the racist parts, apparently. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, so they believe that shape-shifting into a werewolf has to do with merging your instinct with your intellect, and it is not a real shape-shifting experience. But they also believe that humans are predators, and that that is what we are, and it is a registered religion. Um, I'll read you what they said on an interview here at werewolves.com, where it (laughs) says... The Werewolf Cathedral is the only international church and secret society in the world devoted to the religion of lycanthropy and authorized by its founders. We do not function in the same way as more commonly known churches. For instance, we do not require a central building for meetings or certain days of the week. Group participation is not required, and membership is made available to members if they seek that level of involvement. Oh, boy. It says, we believe that man is a predatory animal and that by unifying his intellect with his instinct, he becomes more empowered to fulfill that which he wills to do. We believe that social Darwinism is the true way nature operates, whether man finds this to be cruel or not, makes no difference in regards to its truth. We believe in dealing with the world the way it is, not how it should be. It must be stressed, however, that we do not condone the race, condone the racist aspect of social Darwinism that was promoted in might is right, we see it from a non-racist perspective. We are by nature misanthropic. We have disdain for the masses of man as he seems to be dedicated to his own masochistic destruction. We as werewolves do not believe in man-made notions of good and evil. These terms are opinionated labels uh, men give to actions to describe how they feel about them. We do not car- concern ourselves with labels meant to control or limit our behavior. We realize that everything we do has both negative and positive consequences. And you can apparently like buy a buy a booklet on their, like, insane website that oh my has, God. like... That has, does have some big Doc Antle vibes, like, 100%. Oh, God, Doc Antle. Don't get me started. Whew. Oh, boy. Here's the here's that article on werewolves.com. So this sounds like the equivalent to our vampire friends in the UK. This is the werewolf equivalent. Oh, okay, so we found them. There they yeah, are. Because lycanthropy is the transformation of... Uh, the union of intellect and instinct. Mm. I did see on the website, I went to the store and it was like, pay $5 to put something on this guy's altar. I was like, no, I want a shirt. <laughs> wow. I'd rather have a t-shirt. I always want shirts. You want? Yeah, I would like the website looks like it would lend well to t-shirts. I know exactly. Oh, chat rooms. Chat room. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, so there is another one to add to your list of things of modern day vampires. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This is wow, been a wow, ride. Wow. I feel like this is like some of the favorite stuff that we do on this show. When we talk, when we like, like whenever like I'll go into like a history thing and then all of a sudden you'll bring up this stuff is just wonderful. <laughs> it's it's so such stu- a good juxtaposition. <laughs> oh boy. I'm trying to think if I have, I think the only other page I have pulled up was an actual history.com article about werewolves, but we don't want to, we don't care about that. We, history.com, we don't care about her. Yeah, and then what I Googled to find all these was real werewolf pack. That's <laughs> real enchanters and good stuff. I feel tired from laughing. <laughs> I do, I am curious though, like I might, I kind of want to read the werewolf Bible. I do too, honestly. From the werewolf cathedral church. I'm like, that's like, that's that's where it gets deep. 
I wonder if they also bully Wiccans. I prefer the werewolves, not swearwolves people. I yeah, prefer I like those. To, I feel like in the Spooky Scouts lore, werewolves are very friendly and vampires are dicks. Yeah, but you're a vampire. I mean, that's only 90%. I might only be 92%. a time traveler. Yeah, maybe you're from another time when vampires weren't dicks. Yeah, and when vampires were dicks. A DeLorean into the present day. Wow, oh, what a ride. Yeah, that was great. Do we have any fun stories that we can can end this on? We do. We have several, so we can Sweet. do some fact or fiction. So I'm so ready. It's time for fact or fiction. We will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing, are these fact, fiction, or somewhere in between? Use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth. Do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. If you haven't already, please write a story, be it about a werewolf, a vampire, a time traveler, or whatever. It could be made up, it could be real. You just have to let us know if it's made up or real, and you email it to SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com. So, just want to throw that in there. Oh, boy. I still can't, I still can't get over the I still can't get over the the app. I know you're <laughs> I'm, I'm we're blessed this day. I know the app the app's amazing. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. Yeah, let's go. This one I believe comes from anonymous. I don't see a sign off on here, but the story is called The Shadow Was Chasing Me. My partner and I bought our first house last summer. It was a quaint little thing sitting on a small hilltop surrounded by forests. My partner loved the fresh air and forest aesthetic. She's really into witchy stuff. She even smudged and saged the boundaries of our house just to be safe. The road to our house was a sort of tunnel of trees with little light shining through the trees. Utility workers were always up here fixing the lines. They always got caught on branches. The neighbors said they always felt the weird the deeper they went into the forest and they usually tried to stay out when they could. One night, I had to work a bit late and was driving home just after nine. As I rounded a curve, I caught a glimpse of a shadow figure standing among the trees, briefly caught in my headlights. I slowed down a bit, trying to process what I just saw, and saw it again in the rearview mirror. I immediately felt like I was being watched by something wrong. That's the only way to describe the feeling it gave off. I sped up, trying to get as much space as I can between me and that shadow as I could. When I looked out the driver's side window, there, running beside my car, keeping pace with me at 40 miles an hour, was that same shadow figure. It looked completely solid black, darker than the rest of the darkness. The feeling of being hunted raced through my head, and I started to panic. And then it looked at me. It turned, showing its eyes, and looked right at me. Those eyes were bright white, unblinking, piercing through me. By this point, I was coming up on my driveway, and I swerved in and swayed inside my car, afraid that shadow was still there. I saw it out my back window, standing just outside the boundaries of my house. After a few minutes, it hadn't moved, and I got brave enough to try and make a break for the house. I crept open the car door and slowly inched out, trying not to agitate it. It just stood in the same spot, staring at me as I crept into my house. When I closed the door, a relief washed over me like a mouse that escaped a cat. We lived in that house for three more years, and I never saw that thing again. My partner said she felt like she was being watched here and there, but nothing ever came of it. We sold the house and moved into a larger place just under a year ago. Sometimes I wonder if that shadow is still out in those woods. No! Nah! That's so spooky. 
<laughs> Dr. Cantris in fiction because the writing is too good. Ooh. Faction. Yeah. Faction. That sounds like faction to me. Faction to you. And I see a lot of fiction in the chat. Yeah. Um, well, you got it. This one's made up. Ah. But totally. <laughs> oh, it's so totally our, made up. Totally. Our writers kind of got you, I guess. Question mark. Fiction. Wait, where's my sign? Paco was Fiction. biting it earlier. There it is. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Paco, don't destroy the sign. I know. All right. That was really well written, though. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. This one is also anonymous. I don't see a sign off on it. So we don't know if it's fact or fiction, or did they tell I us? I do. I do know if it is fact okay, or fiction. Okay. All right. Okay, ready? This is an account of something that happened to my dad. We're not particularly religious in our family, apart from my dad's side, but even so, he's not giving to believing in paranormal stuff, usually. However, as an intrigued kid, I was quite obsessed with science and discovering if things were real, so I used to go around asking all sorts of awkward questions. My mom always told my older brother and I to steer clear of dad when talking about stuff like aliens and ghosts, especially when he was recently back from work. He was a shift worker with the police. Anyway, one summer day when I was about 10 and playing around with a new UFO investigator's handbook, big mood, my my dad all of a sudden sparks up a conversation about how he saw something weird once. Astounded that he was openly admitting to something like this, I sat intently listening to what he had to say. When we were growing up, he was a reservist with the British Territorial Army, the TA, and was stationed in our old hometown about 30 miles drive away. One night on his way home from the barracks, he was diverted by road work up a little country lane in a village between the two towns, driving by his headlights alone. As the road crested the hill and down back into the village, this weird fog rolled in before a sort of green slime seemed to appear across the road. Dad said that it was just sort of hung there in midair, like nothing he'd ever seen before, or since. Being a trained surveillance operator for the police, he took a moment to collect his thoughts, analyze the situation, and could come to no logical conclusion. That was the one and only time he ever mentioned anything remotely weird or paranormal to me and has never offered any explanation as to what it could have been. As far as I know, he didn't report it to anyone else, but to this day, I'd love to know what it was. Oh, spooky! Spooky! That's cool, though. I like it. I li- And I, I'm going to say fact because they're policemen, I feel like, and they're in the army. I don't know. I feel like that, like, adds up. I don't know. Right? I think the chat is agreeing with you. Yeah. I see a lot of facts. Yeah. Also, they use the word mum. And mum. so I knew I was like, oh, I know you're British. You're, it sounds like your story is consistent with your being from Britain <laughs> or the United well, Kingdom. You got it. This one's real. Whoa, I got it. Fact. Fact. Now, that was a good story. That's spooky. Like slime. That's a really interesting in, like encounter. Like a slot green, like a sort of green slime appeared across the road after the fog rolled in. Like, Slimer. what is that? Ew. It's Slimer from Ew. Ghostbusters. Like, that's, that's a, that's a really interesting encounter because you don't hear a lot about stuff like that. You know, I like, I, I like slime stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I have another one pulled up. Oh, if this ready. is from, must be from Parsonsi because they said he literally doesn't know what it was. Oh, that's so weird. And your dad won't talk about it. That's so weird. And he's in the military and stuff, so you know, like, he's seen some shit. Like, that's really bizarre. Mm-hmm. Creepy. That's a great story. Thank you. I love it. So spooky. Gelatinous Cube. I know. Sophia. That's one of the things I love about doing this is that we can get your guys', like, uh, 
information or like feedback in the chat after we've talked about it, which is really cool. Yes, it adds another layer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and he, I'm sure it doesn't sound like anything you'd see when drinking. Like, that sounds like a, an actual encounter. Mm-hmm. Also, it's cool that you were 10 looking at alien books, because, like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Big mood. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Mm-hmm. This one comes from Sophia. I had a friend when I was little that once she was said she was woken in the middle of the night up by someone calling her name. She thought it was her parents, so she walked into their room and asked what they wanted. They were very confused and sent her back to bed. When she got back up again, she heard someone calling her, but this time told her to tell her parents to go check on her older brother. She did, and her dad reluctantly got out of bed and went to check on his son. When he entered the room, he saw that his night lamp had fallen on his covers and had started smoking a lot. So the dad sprinted immediately to unplug the lamp and remove it from the bed and made sure that his son was okay. Thankfully, he was, only had to ventilate the room for a while. But none of them knew where that voice had come from that woke my friend. But they, being religious, said it was an angel. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that sounds like it's straight from fact or fiction. <laughs> yeah, right? Don't you remember the one where they're like, we need to go home because, like, our babysitter isn't okay or whatever? Yes. It's like, was it? Yeah. Was it actually some kind of angel from above? Yeah, was it actually an angel? Or was it just coincidence that they went home to save their baby? <laughs> you decide. Yeah, you decide. I'm say it's fact. Because it sounds... Oh, no, sound, or it's a really good fiction because it sounds just like the show. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to say. I see, a, I see a fic from Uh-oh. Sprinkles the Dragon Cat. Uh-oh. Got a fic. Or the Lots gun story. Yeah, there's so many good ones. <laughs> <laughs> well... You got it. This one's real. Whoa. Based on actual events. A similar event did occur somewhere in the world. <laughs> somewhere probably in the, the <laughs> north. In the north. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, I mean, that sounds, there's a lot of similar stories like that on Factor Fiction. So I was like, this sounds, this sounds real. This sounds legit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wonder if encounters, if things like that happen like that are because of our, like, survival instincts. As, you know, like, maybe we, like, sense, like, something in the force then it's just like our survival instincts are so strong it's like whoa the midichlorians yeah they warn us yeah exactly exactly oh my gosh that was a good one thank you yeah. sophia we have a, a super long one that i would like to save for next time for sure yeah. and we have one that like that sprinkles the dragon wrote that is about us do you want to read it <laughs> it's about us yeah oh my god do you want to read it we'll end with that one okay Hi, Mojo. Mojo's so needy. Mo. Okay, so this is this is just about us. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, Mo. Hi, Mojo. All right. I'm excited. It was a nice day weather-wise, so the spooky scouts decided to go camping. Holly and Kayla made sure everyone had tents, sleeping bags, and snacks. After they got in their cars or bikes and drove to the Olmstead Place Historic State Park. Once they arrived, the tents were set up and the camp games began. Holly... Kayla and the Spooky Scouts played all sorts of fun games. They had egg on a spoon relay races, pin the feather on the pigeon, and of course, name that cryptid. (laughs) When all the games ended, they all sat around the fire pit, ate s'mores, and told spooky stories. In the middle of a story, there was a loud rustling sound. Spooky Scout James said, Did you hear that? Everyone was quiet. That way, they can find out where the source of the noise was coming from. Some Spooky Scouts were scared. Others wanted to check it out. Spooky Scout Jessica decided to follow the noise. What Jessica saw had her shocked. Jessica very callous, cautiously said, Holly, Kayla, can you come here? 
They walked over swiftly. When they arrived, they saw a Fresno Nightcrawler! The cryptid was stuck on the fence. Some curious spooky scouts asked, what's going on? Kayla said to stay where they were, as not to scare the cryptid. Holly, Jessica, and Kayla took their time and eventually freed the leggy boy. All the spooky scouts cheered! With the Fresno Nightcrawler free, the cryptid rushed to the fire and started eating the s'mores. It was quite the sight. Once all the s'mores were gone, the leggy boy ran away. Holly, Kayla, and the spooky scouts went to sleep in their tents, now knowing that this was a great adventure they had. The end! <laughs> Yay! That was adorable. I love it. The leggy boy! The leggy boy ate the s'mores! I have to say that, like, no matter what, like, the leggy boys are all pure. They are. They're like, all they, pure. They don't actually hurt people. Yeah. Like, they just walk. They're just weird. Like, leggy boys are all pure weirdos that just toddle around on leggies. Walk around. Yeah, I got, I will show you as a little bonus. Um, I got some patches for the vest that I'm making for Holly and I. And I got Fresno Nightcrawler ones leggies. off of Etsy. I love them. So it's appropriate for the story. I love it. If you haven't looked up the Fresno Nightcrawlers, it's amazing. It's an amazing video. I think, like, one of my goals for us is not only to go to, like, Bigfoot conventions, but to one day go to, like, make a tiny documentary about the Fresno Nightcrawler. Like, go to oh Fresno, gosh. interview people. Like, because Fresno sucks, you got Like, it is a, it sucks. But it's amazing that now a place in California that sucks has a cryptid. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I would love to do that. That would be fun. It would be awesome. We, it would be fun to make it a scary found footage documentary. Like, yeah. we're going to find the Fresno Nightcrawler. Yeah, and we need to, like, interview people and, like, you know, like, show the footage of the area. I would be, I would be, that's, like, one of my goals. Once that we can, like, talk to Mothman. people again. Yes. We have to go to the Mothman Festival. Yes, we have to do that, too. These are all goals once we can talk to people again. Yes. Once we can leave our homes. <laughs> once we can leave our homes again, it'll be great. Well, I mean, we'll still be wearing masks, but that will just add to the apocalyptic vibe, so it's okay. True. Um, yeah, it will. It'll be serious, Saucefire. It is a serious documentary. It will be a, uh, It will be very serious. Yeah. We'll make an app for it and everything where you scan <laughs> for the Fresno Nightcrawler. Yeah. And then just is like, woo, leggies. <laughs> there, there he go. There he goes. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Sprinkles, the for for writing that. That, that was, was adorable. Very it, we appreciate it, and we appreciate you, Sprinkles. Roxy Rondell asks, "Could we have a Spooky Saturday notebook? That would be pretty sick. That would be that a would good be thing sick. we could make, like a Spooky Scouts notebook." And we had a question about joining the Spooky Scouts. Um, basically, you could join our Discord if you go to SpookySaturday.com. There is a link to our Discord, and you can join and become a Spooky Scout in there. And because we will I'll give you that title. <laughs> yeah, and we will eventually uh, have more Spooky Scouts merch and, and a lot of fun things coming up because we're we're ramping that up for fun. Yes. So this is what we want to cultivate the, yeah. the group we would like. It to It brings us joy, so it brings you joy. Yes, that's the they know that's that's our new goal on the internet to bring joy and to just have fun and to not stress out. Like, yes. I feel like we would just be doing this anyway. <laughs> even if there was like one of you watching we'd still yes. have fun <laughs> it's true because i love this oh my yeah. gosh i can't believe how much we learned about werewolves it was a lot tonight. it was a lot <laughs> oh boy okay we have to think of more topics where we can do this where it's like the the reality of it and then what's going on online <laughs> oh yeah oh it's oh that's i think that's our brand i think we've like discovered the niche of our shelves <laughs> yes 
I think so, because that flows pretty well. History plus, like, whatever is happening on, like, on Wix websites. <laughs> I, I can't believe I have this app in my phone now. I'm Oh, I'm gonna, keeping it there. I'm going to unlock all the monsters. Yeah, I'm keeping sure. it there. It's it's And sometimes I'll just, like, bust it out. Just ask people some Interrogate. Questions. It's great. Um, yeah, I was thinking next, I mean, this... This sort of reminded me of other things we haven't covered. Like, we didn't cover leprechauns in March, which would have been smart. Oh, yeah, that would have been been smart. I didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, something a little bit more common. I don't know. We haven't done dragons. Oh, can we do dragons? Yeah, dragons would be sick. I got a lot of books on dragons, so I can bust out my real books for that one. Okay, let's do dragons next, because I know I can find some weird shit on dragons. Yeah. Let's be real. Oh, yeah. Please, dragons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. I know. I, a Fresno Nightcrawler plush would be so cute. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that doesn't exist. That's got to exist. I think, well, I think that it's a new cryptid. It's just ramping up. He's just making it in the he's world. He's just making it. He's he's new. So it's all right. Yeah. Well, let's do dragons next time. Oh, God. The Easter Bunny. I don't even want to. Like, no, I, can't. I don't want to touch that. I don't that. want zipper. I can't. No. no. Dragons are fine. Easter Bunny was a marketing thing, so... There, we're done. Yeah, no, it's a bunny. It's fine. Yeah, though it would be fun to talk about the pagan stuff in Easter, but it's it's fine. We can oh, do that next true. year. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dragons is way more sick. Sick, like dragon werewolves. Gosh, look, Doctor Crantres. I don't know if the Fresno Night Crawlers are a balloon with a sheet over them, but I think that they're precious. I think that they're real. They're real to me. Damn it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> They're they're good leggy boys, and they just want to eat s'mores. This is now canon. They just eat s'mores. They're leggy boys that eat s'mores. (sighs) All right. Well, thank you all for watching this week's Spooky Saturday. I hope you're all staying healthy and home. Um, And we'll see you next week for an episode about dragons. And we will uh, be talking about that. So have a good rest of your week. Stay spooky. And we'll see you soon, Spooky Scouts. Okay, bye. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein, and you can find me at KaylaKlein.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly. And you can find our clothing store at TrashCoven.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookySaturday.com. Spooky Saturday airs live every Saturday on twitch.tv slash hollyconrad at 3 p.m. Pacific.